Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intentional Marriage Podcast. We are your hosts, Justin, and I'm joined by my beautiful and talented wife, Cresta. Hi, everybody. And this is the podcast where we talk about ways you can strengthen your relationship. You can join us each week for inspiring stories, practical advice, and expert tips on how to make your partnership even more successful. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, tonight, we have a special guest. Why don't you tell us a little bit about her, Cresta? We do. Her name is Michelle Hoffman. She helps men and women between the ages of about 35 to 85. Yeah. Uh, she helps people find their Mr. or Mrs. Right. Yeah. Uh, usually within a few minutes a day um, and not having to, <laughs> not, not having to fear uh, a dangerous or uh, uneventful dating pool. Yeah. Hello, I, Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Um, I don't know if I can help somebody find the right person in minutes, but it may only take a few minutes a day. Just a few minutes a day, yes. <laughs> yeah. like, I have done this relatively quickly, but you have set the bar super high for me. I will challenge. The quickest that I've been able to do this, I'm not a matchmaker, so I don't just put the two people together. Yeah. I actually help people find out who and why the right person would be for them. Like uh, somebody asked me in a workshop recently, do you believe in love at first sight? And I said, yes, I do. It's a lot easier to find who you're looking for when you know who you're looking for though. So I really help you figure out who are you now because you've changed yeah. throughout the, your life and who's the right person to invite into your life to set a strong foundation for a relationship, any kind of relationship that then is becomes a really fun, easy relationship to enjoy. And once like one of my clients, the quickest I think I've done this is once we cleared everything up and she knew who she was looking for with complete clarity, it didn't take one, two, but it took three days. There three. we go. Three days. <laughs> and here's the beautiful thing about the how you did that intro. He is Mr. Wright. His last name, W-R-I-G-H. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that so, okay, three days has been my... Um, my benchmark of the high, you know, the quickest, but we'll see, you know, maybe we need to move faster. Around here. <laughs> right. Justin, Justin needs to go back to school because he spells right. B-U-R-T. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> we'll be having a conversation with that later. Offline. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You know, uh, Michelle, one of the things I, I, I loved about what you just said is, is people people change and people need to understand who they are. Um, and, you know, when Crest and I started dating, I, I think that's that's one of the things that, that we had done with ourselves was work on ourselves and really understand who we are. How, how important is, is that when it comes to finding the right person for for somebody out there? So I'm going to answer this question um, in a way that I don't think you're going to anticipate, uh, just to keep you on your toes. But if anyone is listening, if you have a chance to see Justin and Cresta um, gazing into each other's eyes, they don't just look at each other. They're looking into each other's eyes so deeply. <laughs> 
And there it is. There it is. <laughs> People can see that. So I say you don't always know when it's wrong, but you will always know when it's right. So when the two of you literally just look at each other, it's like a connection. Zing, sparks, fireworks happen. And you're so used to that. You get a sense of comfort and reassurance when you look at your partner in that way. So how do you help or how do I help someone find that? Um, there's really three easy steps. <laughs> <laughs> and the problem with this is people do step three first. Mm. And they just then hope on a wing and a prayer that the other two things will be lined up. So, would you like to know what those three easy steps are? Why don't you start with step one? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just to keep it simple and straightforward, <laughs> rather than doing step three first and kind of like hoping. Right. <laughs> yes. Really what I've learned by helping people set a solid foundation for a relationship, and I don't think you need like to go to the top of the mountain and Kilimanjaro and speak to the wise person about it to, you know, do you need to do the eat, pray, love trip? You can choose <laughs> however you want to do that or not do that. So I don't know that it requires like an intensive positive motivation training program. <laughs> but what is important is understanding where you are at in what I call the lifeline of your relationship arc. So I'm going to speak to this as chronologically, but it's not actually based on your age or how much time you've lived on this planet. It's a developmental uh, point at where you're at in your life and what you want out of the rest of your life. So when you're younger, you may just want to be, you know, connecting with people and having a wonderful time and connecting in that way. And you can say, this is a relationship. You're trying things out. We make mistakes. Hopefully we learn from them. And we all kind of accept that. That's going to happen at the beginning when we're learning about connecting and partnering with people. Then you might want to seek out a partner and together, maybe you're going to live in the same, you know, house or apartment. Maybe you're looking for a partner and you're going to be growing in your career together or separately supporting one another. Maybe you're looking to invite someone in to be your family or manifest and create a larger family. Maybe you're going to launch that family. And then you're looking for a partner to experience life with together, or you could be looking for a companion to really celebrate all that life has to offer. Someone who will have your back and be there for you when life gets a little bumpy. Mm -hmm. You may want some of all of that all along your path. But what people tend to do is even when you're more advanced in your relationship arc, Sometimes people will tend to think about who they used to want to date, who, what was their type before, but that you've changed and that doesn't fit anymore where you're at in your life. So it's, uh, you have a better chance of success in a relationship if you're connecting with someone who has a similar intersection in their life as to where you are now. Um, I 
was married to a man who was nine years younger than me. So really, chronological age is not really the most distinct determining factor. And if, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, he passed away at 44. I'm so glad that we had that full and happy life that whole time that we were together. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have known where that he was so much further along in the you know, the chronological age of his life. But I'm really glad that he was mature enough to meet me at that intersection of what we both wanted so that we were walking a similar path in our life once we were there together. All right. Are you ready for step two? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so once you found someone who's got a similar mindset of what you want who you are and what you want out for the rest of your life, then it's a matter of assessing um, core values. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I bring this into play is that we tend to make decisions and we make our choices based on our core belief system, our value system, our cultural system. This is why we would choose building a family over um, having a lot of uh, flexible spending money because they have value to different people in different ways. So you may value integrity. You may value teamwork, accountability. You may value living in the moment, um, love. Uh, um, I, I have so many of them in my head, but whatever your value system is, that's actually how you make choices. And you don't have to have somebody who has the exact same set of values, but a complementary set of values. So if you're looking to be adventurous and you appreciate a sense of humor, um, you know, and being physical and you've, those types of things, you'll want somebody who is, who's got a similar mindset to you. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your core decision making basics are out of alignment. Right. So step two is to find someone with a complementary core value system. And then step three is where people start. And it's like, you don't want like, uh, you know, the heat of the moment to be the, the decision making factor mm-hmm. in how you make all of those other decisions. So you can use that as a thermostat, not a GPS or a guide, not a GPS. You know, it's one data point. Oh, they're hot. Mm. Um, So the, you know, the third layer is actually like faith, family, fitness, physicality, um, intellect, career choices, uh, geography, mm, those kinds of things where it's like, If you happen to be sitting next to someone in school or they're a neighbor of yours, they're geographically desirable and maybe they like you, but that doesn't mean that they are your destiny. Right. Right. No. (laughs) So you can really, and it could be that you're choosing that as your destiny, but it could also mean that there are things that are out of alignment in the relationship. That's what makes relationships hard. Mm-hmm. But when you line things up and you've got a solid foundation, having sporting in common, and that's your only thing, 
it's not really enough to keep a whole relationship together and create a connection like the one the two of you have where you look at each other and you look way deeper than just at the surface. You're seeing someone much deeper mm-hmm. when the two of you are looking at one another. It's super lovely. <laughs> it's fun. Yes. It, you know, I, 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 I like what you're saying because those are a lot of things and very, I would say very unintentionally, that Crest and I mm-hmm. talked about when we first start, started dating was where, you know, and in, in I, I use the term worldview. How do you view the world? Is this somebody that, that our, our, our interests align enough and not even enough? Is this someone who, who I can envision essentially retiring with in the next 15, 20, 30 mm-hmm. years? You know, are, are we going to have things to do on the weekends and things like that? And that was, that was very quickly answered for us. But those are very important things that really will will aid in in the the relationship um, and really help things blossom. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. The the geographical thing for us, uh, he had actually just moved further away from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a mile well, further. Down. When we when we first testing the t- the tensile strength <laughs> of your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, and man, I I just I I love hearing the things you're talking about because those are to your point like what's the first thing most people think about? It's like, well, she's not attractive. I'm not going to go talk to her. She's but like life is so much more in, in and don't get me wrong, Crest is the most beautiful woman on earth, but th- there are so many things in life that that go beyond uh, just surface level. And, and attraction changes very much. Attraction does change. And, and that's what Justin is speaking to also, mm-hmm. because what you value and your priorities change. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and there's reasons that somebody might want to be with someone who's simply acceptably physically beautiful. It may be a trophy partner. It may be, look who likes me, look who I got. Um, But then also realize that that person is, you know, being, uh, being present by having somebody else more physically attractive than they are. Right. And right. So there's, the attractive, supposedly, you know, socially acceptable, attracted person in that partnership probably has more insight because they are going to look for the value in the relationship. And that's what we're looking for. What do you value? Mm-hmm. And if you value a superficial appearance, there could be a reason for that. Um, there are certainly, you know, celebrities whose physical presence mm-hmm is their tool it's their skill set that they are using that as their work so they're going to make decisions their core values are going to be in line or even an athlete they're going to make decisions that keep their physical health primarily at peak performance as much as possible Mm -hmm. then that's the value system so if you're looking for someone who is going to be appropriate for you find out who that is and each of you each of us is so unique that where our value system in lies much deeper than just on the superficial 
Is this someone who I can trust, who will show up for me? Is this someone who's got the skills that I need to add into my life? Will we enjoy the philosophical conversations that we have in, you know, or pillow talk? Oh, I love pillow talk. <laughs> um, and I liken when people are connecting, all relationships go through the same cycle, whether they're personal or professional from chemistry to casual to committed. And I liken, because I work with people who may not even be in a relationship yet, so we need to go find this person and they may not trust themselves to make the right decision in an intimate partner. And then they don't know how to navigate those relationships to enjoy them fully. So this is where you all start in right at that point. But when I'm helping someone find the right person, I liken it to something that they're more familiar with. And many times the people who come to me are high level professionals. They're successful at work or at sports or, you know, in their community in some way. And so we talk about that and I use the example, we're all familiar with creating a resume mm -hmm. or a CV. And when you have a resume, it represents you on paper based on your skill set. And you could, and I have a whole book I've just written on how to develop a personal profile. I do not mean an online profile, although <laughs> use it as an online profile, but understanding who you are in the world and the roles that you take in life and the ones that you'd like to take, you know, in, as a goal will give you an idea, just like your resume, is demonstrating your skill sets to find the right role in the right organization that fits you. Understanding who you are and who your personal profile is in the world helps you understand who the right person is to partner with mm -hmm. and then how to partner with them. Right. So rather than, you know, oh, do I need to do a lot of work on myself? That, that just <laughs> feels like, oh my God, what kind of work is it? <laughs> and, you know, do I have to eat a lot of vegetables and do a lot of sit-ups? Does, you know, am I going to get graded on my work? I suddenly panic when someone's like, you're going to have to work on yourself. So this is a different, it's, this is different. It's understanding who you truly, authentically, genuinely are so that you don't have to change to find a partner because nobody can sustain not being who they truly are for any length of time. Right. So really it's understanding who you are naturally and finding the right partner to fit with you, with who you truly are. And if you have a partner, it's no different. It's just the same. It's understanding your partner, what motivates your partner, what um, satisfies your partner, mm -hmm. what inspires your partner, those kinds of things. But knowing who your partner is will give you a deeper understanding as to how to partner with them and be a good support co-creator for a relationship. Right. Yeah. I, you, you know, I think that's interesting. You talk about chemistry, casual, and then commitment. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, it's, kind, it's kind of the, the cycle that, that all relationships go in, you know, and I, I think I speak for probably everyone on the planet. We love that chemistry section, that chemistry or time in the relationship that that's always amazing. And is there a way in, in 
you know, from your perspective, is there a way to go from that commitment time back to chemistry? Is there a way to mm-hmm. respark that or rekindle that? Absolutely. Yeah. I just got chills on it. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. We do it all the time, but we tend to start to drive these grooves in our lives or we get into a routine that's comfortable and then we forget how to do it. So let me give you a little description of how from chemistry to casual to committed works. And that's going to give you a little insight into how to catapult from committed into forward into chemistry on a regular basis. Ready? Oh yeah. Let's go. So in the chemistry phase, this is the law of attraction, even bringing two cells together. It could be scientific, doesn't have to be woo woo. Um, but in the law of attraction, two entities are brought together or they're coming closer together mm-hmm. in some way or another, physically, mentally, you know, spiritually, emotionally, because you're in the same job, because you're in the same vicinity, community, neighborhood, whatever it is. And what happens is, when there's a connection like the spark between the two of you that's so easy and joyful to see (laughs) you go oh and we're going to use a love connection as an example here but let's say you first start dating and you're like oh i think you know this person smells really good or i liked what they said and we have similar um we're at a similar point in our life and we think alike. And those are things that people will say. It's like, it's like we can finish each other's sentences or we have the same idea or, hmm, it's like, okay. And even this works for opposites attract also. But there's this thing that happens when you get someone who's in agreement to make that connection. That's already the commitment, by the way. Um, see, it happens so fast. <laughs> what happens is... It literally changes your body chemistry. Your serotonin is pumping out. You've got oxytocin, which is known as the cuddle drug. So your chemistry is literally changing in your body and you get this like euphoric feeling like eating too much chocolate or something. It's this internal healthy organic drugstore that's happening of like, mm, and you can't stop thinking about this person. And when the phone rings, you're like, the dopamine hit of maybe that's this person again and they're thinking about me and it's like your gums go numb and you just start forgetting things and you know it's dreamy land and you feel like you're kind of walking on air it's like so yes people do love the chemistry phase of the relationship because you're literally getting a, a healthy internal high from it right So what you're asking is, how do we keep going there? So let's say you meet this person and you, you're both in agreement that this is, this might be a good thing and we should go out on a date together and we should really spend some time together. And so that automatically commitment, because you're both in agreement on it, um, (laughs) that will start to push you into the casual, eventually into the casual phase of a relationship. So it's really a spiral. Do you see how it mm-hmm. keeps happening? Right. Um, and let's say you're seeing one another, you know, on a regular basis now. So it's like you might not be getting the same level of butterflies of the unknown of that adrenaline high that happens when you're doing something new and it's exciting or you're learning something new or you're having a new shared experience. Those are all the secret tips, by the way. We'll talk about them again in a minute. 
Um, so here we are, we're in the casual phase of a relationship. And what we love about the casual phase of a relationship is the known qualities of things. For example, hey, let's go to the place, that restaurant we went to before where we both loved the food. So now you have an idea of what to expect and you can pick your favorite thing knowing that you're going to more likely than not have a wonderful shared experience. This is why we love to listen to the same song over and over again, because we know what's going to happen next and we're going to like it. Mm -hmm. And maybe you get to kiss this person again <laughs> and you know this is a good thing. So this is the casual phase of the relationship where in chemistry, there's so much unknown. It's so exciting. In the casual phase, it's the known values that we adore and appreciate and can anticipate and it's so delicious now there is something else that happens in the casual phase of a relationship because this is where we start toggling as to is this acceptable or not acceptable do we move forward or do we go you know or do we jump ships here so in this is where we're looking at red flags and this could be a deal breaker like wow, this person is not who I thought they were. This is not acceptable for me. I can't, I don't feel safe in this relationship anymore. I'm sorry, we're not a match or this isn't working. So a red flag deal breaker is like, uh, that's a no. Mm -hmm. A yellow flag is like, huh, I might need to ask a question or two to clarify something that I don't quite understand. I don't have a clear vision of what's happening here. And then if that's cleared, you get a green light, go. And that pushes you into the commitment phase. Mm. The commitment phase is actually very short. And it's the agreement. Where would you like to go for dinner? Go to the favorite place. Would you like to see a movie? Yeah. And like, let's say it's something like, let's go see a movie. We know we love a specific adventure type of film. And um, we could be sitting on the couch in the casual phase, you know, comfortable. Um, but we get to see the, a new adventure and we're going to be sharing the adventure together by watching that story together. That pushes you forward into the chemistry phase again because you're sharing an exciting experience or you're getting an educated, you're learning something new. Um, there's something exciting going on, but it's just the moment of both agreeing that this is what's going to happen. That mm -hmm. pushes you into chemistry again because you're excited about, you know, sharing a new experience together. So if you feel like you're in a relationship where you're just like grinding a groove in the hardwood floor by doing the same thing over and over and over again. The way to move that relationship into the chemistry phase is by sharing an adrenaline rush. It could be a roller coaster ride. It could be trying something new. It could be even going to the same restaurant we've been going to all along, but getting something different on the menu. Ooh, you shake it up a little. Depends on how risky you are. New and exciting. Um, yes. Yeah, learn something, share a new experience. It doesn't have to be shark cage diving. It can be, you know, going to a new place. It could be sharing something like that. Even just engaging together in a new way. 
um, is enough, or you could engage together in a partnership to volunteer or something like that. That will revive what's going on because you'll see each other in a new light in that way. That's awesome. Yeah, I uh, man, there so so many thoughts came through my mind. That that is such such good information there. Um, you know, and, and we talk about sharing, having shared experience and getting that adrenaline rush. I think, I think back to about a month and a half ago, two months ago, I was getting my sleeve started, my tattoo sleeve. And in order to, to prep my arm, what I did is I went and had my arm waxed <laughs> and I've never had anything waxed before. <laughs> and, and so Cresta went with me and just the, the the sheer excitement on her face by by, by getting to <laughs> by getting to experience me in pain <laughs> as they they ripped every hair follicle from my arm <laughs> um, but yeah you know and you know just doing little things like that it, you know to your point it, <laughs> You said that was a little thing, Krista, right? <laughs> you know, it, you know. But you didn't feel like that when it was in the moment. That was the, that was the best $30 I think we've spent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, the adrenaline was up for both of you. Yeah. It was exciting. It was a new experience. Mm-hmm. You shared it together and you were both engaged in that way and you knew you were safe right yeah. and we still do those things too just yeah. it, i mean even if it's the tiniest little thing we we mm-hmm. intentionally do uh date night friday nights where mm-hmm. we even if we're just staying home we'll pick a movie right. that neither one of us has seen before um, but yeah we do the the date nights we do yeah all kinds of new things try try to get out of town once uh once a month, you know, uh-huh. not necessarily for, doesn't always have to be overnight, but just get out of town, change things up. Yep. Change the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Breaking We're, that routine. Well, if you take the same walk every day, do it in reverse. Anything yeah. to switch it up. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So Michelle, if people are looking to get more information or to look into your program, how can they find you? Where can they find you at? Super easy. Go to theartofrelationshipping.com and you can even put some time on my calendar. I give a complimentary um, assessment of what's going on with you and I will try to help you whatever the situation you're in. All you need to do is go to theartofrelationshipping.com, T-H-E-A-R-T-O-F. R E L A T I O N S H I P P I N G dot com. <laughs> and there's a button to speak with Michelle. Put some time on my calendar. I'd be delighted to meet you and see how we can up level all of the relationships in your life. Perfect. That 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 is amazing. Um you know, and for our listeners that don't know, Michelle is a best selling author. She has yes. five books out there. Yes. Um, look her up, go to her website. All the information is going to be found in our show notes. It'll have her socials. It'll have her, uh, website in there and a little bio about her. Uh, man, I would encourage any listener that found value in this to reach out to her because I would encourage any listener that may be questioning if they found value in this. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. There's plenty of resources even on my website. Just go to the the art of relationshiping. Just go to the resource page. I've got plenty of stuff for you. So they can go see you and then they can come see us. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
I'll help you get into a relationship. We'll help you take it Justin from there. Justin and Krista will help you stay there. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, I, I felt like I had a coaching session here. Like, I, right. I, I can just imagine the work you're doing uh, with your client. It, it, it's just amazing. So, um, it's so much fun. So much fun that I've got people who they feel undateable, unmatchable. They don't trust themselves in intimate relationships. They don't know how to navigate obstacles. They don't feel like they can advocate for themselves. They don't feel seen and heard. They feel alone and lonely. And when they come to me, we have so much fun together. And now they do feel seen and heard. They feel like a goddess or like they won the jackpot with their partner. They feel like cotton candy is what they tell me. <laughs> and the fact that I get to be any piece of people finding true love, what a gift for me. That's awesome. That, that is so awesome. Yeah. So, you know, like we said, if you guys are interested, re- reach out to Michelle. Uh, the information's going to be in the notes. Uh, but if you guys are ready to take the next step towards having a more intentional marriage, uh, and with, with your partner, then marriage coaching is the, the let, let's go ahead and cut that. <laughs> Justin's going to try that one again. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Wait, this is one of my favorite things that would happen with my late husband and me. It's like you try to like walk confidently into the room like you're all bum, 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 and you're like, I got this, I got this, I got this. And suddenly it's like you stumble. And <laughs> right. It's like, cut, take two. <laughs> that's part of the joy. I mean, they know that you can laugh and it's fun. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that, that's not a take on that one. We didn't do it on one. Yeah. No, no. no. We're, that's part of the fun, you yeah. know? Yep. So, all right. Justin, all right, take two. One, two, three, go. Yeah. One, two, three, go. If you're Ooh. ready to take the next step towards having a more intentional and healthy relationship with your partner, then marriage coaching is the perfect investment. Start today by scheduling a free 30-minute breakthrough session where we can determine the best plan moving forward. With your with our help, you'll gain the tools necessary to create a healthier and more fulfilling future together. And I am going to stop talking because I am tripping and falling on my face. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you too. And uh, thank, th- thanks again, Michelle, for being on. We thank had a you. we had such a great time. Yes, yes. My pleasure. Very, very much fun. I look forward to seeing what happens next. 